Hey guys, Maria Menunos here. Before your favorite TV after show begins, we want to let you know about my new show on Sirius XM Stars Channel 109. It's called Conversations with Maria, and it's live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Go to conversationswithmaria.com for more info. Buzz you later. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind the scenes exclusives. All thanks to E Entertainment's Maria Menunos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Hello and welcome to another after show for Just Julian. Today we're going to be discussing episode three and four. Now, if you're listening to the podcast on iTunes, please give us a five-star rating. Let us know what you'd like to see in the show. And if you're watching on YouTube, please leave a lovely comment below. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Now, before we get into the show, my name is Dakota T. Jones. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Mr. Dakota T. Jones. And I have a lovely co-host with me today. Hey, hey. Hey, guys. I'm Lindsay Miller. Sorry to miss you last week, but I will be here from now on. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, at Rockin' Mama Life. All right. Yeah. Well, let's jump right into this. Yes, We please. have the first episode, or the first episode we're going to be talking about today, Season 1, Episode 3, titled Expand the Brand. Oh, yes. An expanding she is. She is. <laughs> we started off with this lovely shot of... Um, Richard, her dog, humping her leg. Yes, love it. That's a great kickstart into this, you know, super serious lady, you know, gonna take over the world. Exactly. (laughs) Setting the tone. You know what I like about this? I like, um, I like that they're just in the filming of this because, you know, it's a new show and anytime you have reality TV, it's kind of like, it's a little awkward. I imagine it's awkward for her. Like, she's been on reality-based TV, but this is, like, people in her home and her life. (laughs) And I love that they have just these little snippets. They're starting with all these, like, just hysterical teasers of the most random stuff where you open the episode and you're like, what is happening? I know. (laughs) It it makes her very human, which I was really appreciative to see because, you know, we always see her as, like, the song said before we started, a soldier. You know, she's just powering through, showing the world what she's got, but it's so fun to see her human moments. Love it. Like letting her dog hump her. Yes, and she just let it happen. Trying to get her to focus. <laughs> she has uh, a very small attention span. I love it. But uh, then we meet someone named T Major, who is like, I guess, the protege of um, the yes. next generation of fitness. What did you think about him? Yeah, so I love this. You know, they're talking about in the podcast this week about how, you know, Jillian's talking in a podcast about how she's trying to find this work-life balance. And she's like, I don't want to be doing this forever. I want to, you know, be able to run this business and have other people do it. And so she finds this guy, T-Major, who does ridiculous things. Crazy. I mean, like, for real, yeah. these push-ups. Like, I'm like, I can't. I can't. Jillian couldn't even do some of the things yeah. he was doing. I, I loved it when he was, like, he did a full push-up into a plank, pike, <laughs> into a push-up, and could have, like, done, like, ten more from, like, the looks of it. And she was like, you yeah, know. She's like, no. But I was impressed that, like, her, her and Giancarlo did them, too. Like, yeah. they were doing a bunch of the plyo push-ups. And like, it was great at the end. They were all sweating so bad. Backflip into a burpee, like I can't. No, and then she's like, "Give me a hug," and he's like, "You really want a sweaty hug?" Yeah. (laughs) 
It was Love great. It. Um, but yeah, so they do this. Uh, I. They're, one of their things in expanding the brand is this Fit Fusion, which is their Netflix for fitness, um, which there's a couple of different sites doing something. Some, I'm, I'm a personal trainer, and so I have, you know, like I know kind of what's going on in that world. And there's a couple of sites, and I'm actually really curious to see um, what happens with Fit Fusion because yeah. it's such a cool space right now, like having really great trainers doing stuff at home. Um, and you have no idea how hard it is. Like, I felt for a teenager when we see him in this video shoot and he's, like, falling apart. Yeah. Because it's so hard. It's so different. You know, and, and Jillian spoke out about, you know, the difference between these, like, Instagram, Fitspo oh, yeah. kind of selfie. Like, I just look hot and I work out in the gym. Yeah. Trainers. And, like, real trainers. And this guy trains the troops you know, overseas. He's a great trainer. He does not mess around. But he doesn't exactly make, like, consumer videos. And he's not exactly working with, like, Sally Joe in the Midwest, like, teaching her how to do a Uh, (laughs) push-up. So I think it was, like, hard for him to connect and to, like, be able to do that. So it's interesting to see. Because he's not used to being in front of the camera, necessarily. He's used to, like, being able to edit his own YouTube videos. Right. And if he messes up, he can just go over and No one's going to really know. But being in front of an entire crew, it was definitely, you could tell he was freaking out. And I loved that Jillian just came to him and was like, look, chill out, man. You got this. You're one of the most talented people I've ever laid my eyes on. Just let go. Have fun. Don't worry about everyone else. And after that, you could see it just clicked, and he did a great job. Yeah, because you're just like, do what you do. And I think it's hard, too, because we see Kenta. We meet this um, episode as well, who is also an amazing trainer that Jillian's been working with, I believe, for like six years, she said. Yeah. And he's fantastic. You know, just the little snippets we see. He's engaging and dynamic and just a really great, like, on-camera trainer. Yeah. That you can tell she's been working with and in teaching him everything she knows. And then to walk in and see that and then be like, oh, crap, I'm supposed to do that, too. Yeah. When you're used to making, like, just having, like, your buddy tape you do push-ups yeah. in your gym. Like, it's not the same. <laughs> not it's, the same. I imagine very overwhelming. I know. I think that's definitely something <clears throat> uh, that people mistake is, like, YouTubers and people who are actually doing this in front of, like, a set People right. don't understand. So different. Yeah, and, and like I was watching something the other day and there was a YouTuber that was getting interviewed and even them trying to like, you know, like be in front of another person or a crew and yeah. they're just trying to talk and they're just like, they don't know what to do. It's so crazy because they're just so used to doing their own thing. Yeah. They can cut and paste and make it look exactly. like whatever they want. It's a whole different world. But right. I think, I actually really like this. You know, I when it comes to like the clothing line, all that stuff, it's very typical for mm-hmm. somebody to branch out in that terms of like branding. And I think it's really smart that she's doing something to try to like train other instructors and personalities and and create like this whole network. I think it's really a smart direction they're going in the brand. So it's yeah. interesting to see. Yeah. For sure. But then we have her home life. Yeah. Which I I <laughs> love. I love seeing Jillian's home life. Oh, me too. And poor Heidi. I love Heidi. Heidi just has to like... She's like, I just want to get married. And little Phoenix, her son, needs his tonsils out. I think this might have been my favorite part of the episode where they're reading the like goodbye tonsils book and Jillian's like, there's a freaking book for everything. Yeah, she's like, we got a book for... Yeah, we got a book for going to the restroom. We got a book for tonsils. We got a... It's just like... I love it. And like, yeah... I'm a mom, so I can totally relate because I'm very much like Jillian in terms of parenting. When she's talking about potty training her daughter, Lou, she's like, I just had a conversation with, like, 
put it in the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I love you, Jillian. See, we love it. <laughs> the way that I was brought up, we did have, like, not, like, crazy amount, but we had some of those books, you know? Like, I had this yeah. book that taught me how to use the restroom, and I had this oh, book. Oh, there's a book for everything. everything. And you know what? It works. They're really I, used, They're a really good teaching tool, and yeah. it's very, like, in right now. Yeah. But it's hysterical because Jillian's like, for real, She's like, like, goodbye no. time. Yeah. It's, like, it's like a novel. It was a really long book. Too. Yeah, I know. It was like, by the time that it's finished reading now, the tonsils could have yeah. been out by now. And then just the whole, we see him like all excited for this like adventure. They wake up at five in the morning. She's like, he has no idea. No. He's so excited because this book told him it was this great tonsil party. And little did he know they're severing off part of it. It's us. The way she was explaining that just sounded like he was going in for like a heart transplant or something. So funny. And then she accidentally gets a little bit of the gas. Like, yeah. And she goes up because that stuff is strong. I've had my like a lot of teeth pulled and like wisdom teeth and all that kind of stuff. Like that stuff will knock you out one whiff of that and you're gone. So funny. So the best pitch for anyone getting their tonsils out is free (laughs) ice cream. Yes. Yes. Like yeah, any kid just be like, you get to eat a ton of ice cream. <laughs> exactly. Be like, oh, I'm in. Can I do this every week? Just exactly. Speaking yeah. <laughs> so of ice cream, that was also hysterical because they had the um, the live Twitter chat on childhood oh obesity that was a train wreck. But I, my favorite part of the whole thing wasn't that it Nicole was doing it and was mm-hmm. like a train wreck, but that Jillian's literally like feeding her children ice cream I know. with whipped cream on top of the, the popsicles as she's doing a live <laughs> I know. Twitter feed yeah. thing for childhood obesity. And it was she, amazing. And the whole time, like, Nicole was really, really trying to get her to, like, pay attention. She's like, how do you, how do I answer this question? And she's, like, over there trying to, like, chase her son with a spoon of medicine saying, you can't have any more ice chair. cream until yeah. <laughs> the whole thing, like, just Jillian running around the house trying to get her son to cooperate, answering these questions. The people at home on Twitter, like, excited to chat with Jillian had no idea yeah. what was happening on the other side of the screen. Yeah. I love it. It's like the it's great. And that's I think that's why we love reality TV. It like pulls back the curtain. You're like, yeah. this is what you think you're getting, but this really is getting. <laughs> This is the three ring <laughs> circus hiding behind the the screen. And then something else that was that was very human of Jillian was seeing her trying on all these outfits oh my gosh, for the, the VMAs. VMAs. I was there at the VMAs <gasps> and I did you? see her like very, did very Did she look good? She looked great. I loved her outfit. She got so much hate for that outfit. I know. I thought it was cute. And you know what it is, is is Jillian and you can see it when she's trying on these clothes. There's some people that are like dress and heels kind of people. Yeah. And then there's some people that are like a nice chic pantsuit is like the way to go. Yeah. It just is right on them. And some of those dresses you could tell she was so uncomfortable and like her cleavage oh, all I out. Know. She was like, no. Isn't this the ep- was this the episode where it was like the box of boobs that she has? To, like, I think yeah, or, like, either she, this one or the other one. But yeah. there's a box of boobs involved, which is amazing. As a no chested woman myself, oh, I my can God. totally relate. I didn't know that that was a thing. Like Oh, it's totally a thing. After seeing the episode I remember like a long time ago as a kid. I was, like, out at the store or something, and I saw one of the fake ones laying on the ground. I was like, Mom, what's that? And she's like, oh, don't worry about it. Let's keep going. Like, 
and now looking back, I'm like, oh, well, that's what that was. Yeah. But no, she, (laughs) yeah, I thought it was just so funny. Like even on the way to the VMAs, you know, Giancarlo was trying to make this like unnecessary stress, you know, just to like when they get there to make them feel like they're ready to go, you know, and I don't, I can't stand that because it's like any unnecessary stress for me just puts me over the edge. And I, I know that it does the same for Jillian, but I think the funniest part for me was whenever they were sitting there in traffic and that, that protester was there. And, oh, yes, with the misspelled sign. Yeah, and, and Giancarlo's like, what's going on? And he's like, something about Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus. And Jillian's like, what's Miley Cyrus doing? What what dance? How do I not know about the dance? I'm out of the loop. Like, she was just so freaked out about it. And I was Great. like, she's so out of the loop. But I love yeah. her. Yeah, and then the whole thing, I don't know, what is... Jillian didn't want to go to the VMAs. No. Giancarlo was like, you need to be out there and expand your brand and do this and do that. And I kind of agree with Jillian where it's like, you know, she has a really strong, solid brand in Mm. health and wellness. And I don't necessarily think in order to be more successful, she has to do the glamour and the vogue and the fashion stuff and all of that because it's not authentic. The reason why she's so successful is because it's so authentic. Yeah. Like she loves what she does and we saw it in the in the second episode when she was meeting with the fans and the people whose lives she's affected, like, you can tell that she really loves what she does and she pours her heart into it and it matters to her. And I think when you are so connected to something like that, that's why you're so successful. Obviously, she's very talented. But if you try to, like, latch on other random things that you don't really care about, then you lose that authenticity and I feel like the brand may suffer if you try to build out in yeah. areas that aren't like you. Right. I know definitely with Jillian that's the case. Um, I, I believe, though, like, I get where Giancarlo's coming from, though, because he's like, you have to stay connected with, I think he said Generation X or something, like, the <laughs> new a, age The millennials. People. Yeah. And so, like, I get that. Like, if she wants to, like... <laughs> You're a millennial. Yeah. If I'm she wants to stay connected and, Hardly like, a millennial. <laughs> like, the upper end. No. You're still I'm in still it. still in there. You're still like, in just there. just barely in yes. there. <laughs> but I just... I get where he's coming from, and I understand that he wants her to be connected. But at the same time, you know, she's had so much success already that, like, I don't feel like going to the VMAs is going to, like, make or break her career. Like, she could have stayed no. home that night and had a great night with Heidi and the kids, and yeah. it would have been fine. Yeah. I love it. Like, they're like, oh, it's like a date night. And Heidi's like, no. No. No, not. this is not. It's not a date night. And, yeah. This is a work night. They seem so miserable <laughs> after they walked in right before, like, you know, Taylor Swift and all oh, the, yeah. the band of <laughs> supermodels. Like, I'm surrounded by a band of supermodels. I feel great. <laughs> yeah. But ugh, that was just so funny. It is weird to see her thrown into that world, which was yeah. something that I think was good for the episode because us viewers were like, yeah. she is not in her element right now. No. You could tell she was uncomfortable. She was twitchy. and she. But as soon as she saw the fans, you know, yelling for her to yeah. come over to take photos and talk, she seemed like I she I still can't believe in. she got so much hate for that outfit. I don't know. I thought it was cute. It's not like she was going to the, like, the Oscars, the Grammys, right. or like the SAG Awards, and the VMAs like, are known for crazy yeah. outfits. Like it's not a big deal, but I don't know. I mean, it did but look abs. a little bit like a like a circus performer type of top, really? but I thought it was cool. Like I didn't have any hate towards it, but I just I feel it was like very simple. But I'm not a fashionista, so would you wear that to the VMAs? I, if I had Jillian's body, absolutely, yeah. I would wear that like to my son's drop off at school. <laughs> Your son's just drop-off. wear it all day long, just see through crop tops. Great. Why not? So we also had uh, her uh, also expanding the brand, doing the women's health shoot, mm-hmm. being like sexy lifestyle. Um, 
And I love that Heidi, you know, I can relate to Heidi to some extent where she's like, it's really hard because she's doing all the stuff for the kids and Jillian's schedule is very erratic. Mm -hmm. And so she was, she had to be home with Phoenix because he had his tonsils out. And so Jillian needed to drop off Lou at school, but she literally had to drop off Lou at school, like when she needed to be at the photo shoot. Right. My favorite part was that Jean Collier was like calling her nonstop. Where are you? Where are you? Where are you? And she gets to the shoot and he's not even there. I know. I was like, well, where are you? <laughs> like, yeah, seriously. And she like shows up all freaking out thinking like everybody's like waiting for her. And they're like chilling, eating, eating craft food. services. Yeah, like they're fine because <laughs> they're, they're getting paid anyway. But yeah, so what are they going to do with the shoot without Jillian? Like, I know. You can't really. Yeah. <laughs> what are we going to get some nice background shots to edit yeah. her in on? No. Yeah. And they wouldn't let her wear her fake boobs at this yeah. one. They were like, no. Which I loved. Yeah. Be real, for I sure. I loved. Because I th- I have the women's health issue with her on the cover, and she looks freaking amazing. And you don't need boobs you don't need to look boobs. amazing. No, you don't. No. Do you, no. boo-boo? No. <laughs> no pun intended, boo-boo. Do you, boo-boo? <laughs> boobies, no boobies. It's all Make good. It you know what? You're beautiful just the way you are, right? Exactly. I feel like we should sing like Kumbaya. Or yes, right let's now. all hold hands and sing Kumbaya. Oh, gracious. <laughs> um, but uh. something that I thought was <clears throat> very heartbreaking was, you know, out of all the craziness, you know, at the end of the day, Heidi has a breakdown in yeah. the kitchen. It was so sad to see her just break yeah. down, but I think it was good because Jillian really saw the severity of the situation. Like, I feel like Jillian's always so busy going here and there. Yeah. She doesn't realize Heidi is struggling to keep it all yeah. held down at the house. Yeah. So I loved how she took the time to listen. And I feel like as much as her schedule is crazy, I feel like going forward, hopefully Jillian will keep that more in mind. Well, and I think that's something we see, we've seen in the podcast and in these conversations with Heidi and just with Jillian on her own is that she's really having this kind of crisis, like life crisis, where she is trying so hard to be successful so that she can have this life that she can enjoy and so that she can be there at home with her family. But in the process, she can't be there at home with her family. And and I sort of had this moment where I, and I, I hope that Jillian has this moment too, either, you know, soon in one of the episodes or watching these back and just has that moment where you realize, and I think it's something everybody struggles with that you want to work really hard so that you can retire and be able to enjoy life, but we don't know how long our life is going to be. And she has this beautiful life and beautiful houses, plural, an amazing family (laughs) and all of this stuff and a hugely successful career. And it's like, at what point are you going to look around and realize you have all this stuff here? killing yourself yeah. to try to have. Yeah. You know, it's like just She's, just relax a little bit and enjoy what you have because what you have is like 10 million times more than 99.9% of people have right. already. And realistically, like I believe that if she stopped right now and did not do one more, you know, show, one more photo shoot, she could probably most likely live off what she has if she did it conservatively for the rest of her life. She makes they have a forty thousand so dollar bad frame at their mm, true. beach house. True. I think they'd be okay. I know, and but- I, I really—that's <laughs> a good point, actually. I forgot about that. But they could sell that and like live off that, you know, that one yes. little bed frame. But yes. I think I just think for her, like 
one of these days mm. she's going to realize, you know, hopefully in one of these episodes coming up, like, I hope she realizes, look, you know, I need to stay home more. And I hope yeah. Giancarlo realizes that, you know, instead of going out to the VMAs or going here and there, like, let her take some days off. Let her, you yeah. know, not attend something. Oh, let's skip that photo shoot because in the end, it's not going to make that much of a difference. She's right. already so huge and has all this success. I don't think missing yeah. one event's going to matter. And that's what I think. I think we're starting to see. I yeah. think a lot of this pressure is from Giancarlo, and it's surprising to me because she, you know, and Heidi mentions it in the first episode when we first meet Heidi. Like she's a softie. Yeah. You don't really know. Like you think you know who Jillian is, but you have no idea. She's yeah. this like softie person, and it's surprising to me because the the Jillian that she portrays in the public eye. You would think she would have no problem saying, look, Giancarlo, I get that you want to make this huge, but like, no. Yeah. She's so good at telling everyone else no. I feel like she's just like afraid that if if she stops and and stops listening to Giancarlo that things are going to fall apart. But she's got it together. And, you know, I feel like everyone else realizes that she needs to kind of step back and take a little bit of a break, except Mm -hmm. for him. So Mm -hmm. I feel like in one of these next episodes, I'm hoping that he has a sit down talk with her. Yeah. I hope that happens. Me too. All right. I think we have sufficiently yeah, I mean, covered episode three. Right. So we can head on over to episode four, When G's Away. Mm-hmm. And when G's away, people are going to play. That's right. Hey. <laughs> that is what happens. <laughs> oh. oh, dear. I think, again, this, this episode we start with... Um, them at home and Jillian gets packages and we think it's like the oh crap some more uh, impact clothing yeah. for her to be horrified by but instead it is fertilized chicken eggs, eggs. her <laughs> lovely partner Heidi has ordered more chickens they already have six and now they have three more so now they have nine chickens that phone call that we heard from them is too funny she's like what are we supposed yeah. to have nine chickens and, yeah. and Heidi's like yes yeah. Oh, and they were making the birthday cake for the chickens. Yeah. Feeding them, putting eggs from the chickens oh. in the cake. She's like, isn't that and cannibalism? She, yeah. Like, well, she finds out that Heidi's been feeding them scrambled eggs, which I think is like can Like I'm with you, Joe. Like I think it is cannibalism. That's a little sketch, right? Yeah. To feed your chicken the eggs, like that's feeding them their babies. It's pretty. It's pretty right? messed up, in my opinion. Because I was like, up. no, it's cannibalism if you feed them other chickens. And I'm like, well, I think this is worse because you're literally the eggs are their babies. Yeah, the and eggs. Them even their if babies. it's yeah, even if it's not fertilized, it's still a part of the, the <laughs> you're baby. Feeding them unborn babies. Uh, so not but all right. Apparently, Heidi, it's one of her new waves oh, of new Pita. mom. You know stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, they all they'll crack the whip on that one. Oh, oh my. So goodness. that was a fun little start, and then we find out about the Tito Ortiz. Fight, who apparently uh, Jillian is buddies with, big MMA yeah. fighter, and they get to go ringside. That was too funny. Whenever she's like, she gets up, she's like, yeah, yeah, go, 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 and then they're like, Dude, yeah. oh, yeah, they lost. Yeah, he lost. Yeah, she gets Sit up down. and cheers yeah. and has no idea what's happening in this MMA fight. <laughs> oh, she said they're never <laughs> going to invite me yes, back. Yes, it was amazing. And then. Uh, Chloe, her hairstylist, who I love. She's like comic relief. Comic relief. Hysterical. Just flirtatious. And she's trying to hook up with this, this, it was, he was a fighter? Yeah. Kimbo? This big guy. And Jillian's basically like cock blocking him, saying that. (laughs) 
<laughs> Chloe has STDs, which was amazing. That was so embarrassing. Can you yes. imagine? Like, Poor thing. Oh, like, it was crazy. But I think it, the funniest part was whenever she was, like, saying no. He could split you in half. Like, yes, leave she's it like, alone. Thank, you'll thank me later. Yeah. It won't hurt you. That was the best <laughs> thing ever. So wrong. I loved it. But then after all the fight and everything, we kind of see, like, them settle down and they go back home and, you know, Giancarlo comes in, which immediately makes everything a little bit more stiff because yes. it's like, oh, business, business. And he wants to let her know, hey, I got your podcast all ready to go, but oh yeah, I'm not going to be there. Yeah. So he decides that, you know, it'd be a good idea to get Lauren, Jillian's half-sister involved. Yeah. And, you know, Jillian, you can really see a very emotional side yeah. of her at that point. What did you think of that, like, little breakdown that she had? You know, I really like this. I Again, I think reality TV is hard because especially like a new reality TV show, it's so hard to get comfortable enough or to be comfortable enough with yourself to be really vulnerable in front of like a crew of random people right. and you know people are going to see this and I just thought it was really real and authentic and you know, it was it was great. Like she was really worried because you know the the backstory is she had paid for her half sister to go to Oxford for undergrad mm-hmm. and her sister wanted to get her masters and she didn't want to pay for it um and she thought it's you know you're getting yourself into debt and yeah. Jillian's kind of like a, a parent figure to Lauren because her parents weren't really in the picture right. and uh she was really worried for her sister, and so Giancarlo calls her up, and she's like, oh, yeah, I'll do anything. Yeah. Jane's like, what? He's I know. like, you should probably go talk to her. Like, yeah. go have lunch. And that's what I love is I have a quote <laughs> from Giancarlo. He said, I'll send you my bill because I'm a lot cheaper than the family therapist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that I literally love cracked it. up. It was just so funny because he, as serious as he is, he still has a fun-loving side to him. And yeah. Just quotes like that from him, I just laugh every time because he really yeah. is funny. Yeah. So they go to lunch, and again, I have to kind of agree with Jillian, like, God bless her, I I love school, I love educating herself, but she's getting her master's in the social sciences of the internet, Yeah, and Jillian's like, the what? Yeah, (laughs) she's like, "Mm." Like, Instagram? Like, you're getting your master's in Instagram, it's going to cost you $80,000. Oh, yeah. Okay. That was a little... Yeah, and you know what's funny is, like, I I wonder if Lauren... By the way, Lauren's gorgeous, by the way. Oh, my God. Yeah. Drop-dead gorgeous. Yeah, I mean... Beautiful. I was just like, oh, my gosh. Beautiful Super attractive. Yeah. But anyway, I think maybe Lauren decided that she was going to just openly, like, yeah, I'll do the podcast. You know, I'll go out to lunch with you to kind of butter Jillian up into co-signing. No, I think she knows, because I think they've already hashed that out. Like, I think she knows that Jillian's not going to co-sign on it. But I think it was the issue of Jillian did not want her to even get... The issue was Jillian didn't... From what I understood was that Jillian didn't want her to go into debt on her own about it. Yeah. She was like, you shouldn't go and get this degree because you're going to go into debt and it's not necessary. Yeah. You should go and work and use your degree or whatever. And I was expecting it to be... I, I was not expecting it to be, like, social sciences of the internet. Yeah, masters. I was like, wait, was like, what well, is that? Because yeah. I was like, well, Jillian, you know, like, a master's degree is valuable for some yeah. people. But then I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, you're social like, oh, okay. Social sciences <laughs> of the internet. Apologies to anybody uh, out there who has their master's or PhD in the social sciences of the internet. I did not know that yeah. that existed. Sorry. Um, because I'm so old, there wasn't the internet <laughs> when I went to college. I think it's really funny to watch, though, because, like, while they're at this lunch... 
Lauren is actually so intuitive and so smart. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, because she's basically, you know, after Jill is talking to her about, oh, you know, you know, Heidi really wants to get married and everything. You know, Lauren is just like, you know what? You need to just do what your heart makes you happy. You know, like yeah. out of every everyone's opinion and everything like that. I know you're afraid to get married, but like realize that I know you're superstitious, but you you have such a strong relationship. Like you have to kind of lean on that and know yeah. that, you know, if this is going to make Heidi happy mm. and really close the deal for her, then, yeah, you should do that. Yeah. That's going to make her feel so much more loved. And so I think Jillian's kind of missing the picture with that. And I love how Lauren kind of was just like, look, you need to really yeah. think about this. Well, and I thought it was interesting, too, because I think a lot of probably uh, Jill's views on marriage have to do with, obviously, she her parents didn't have right. the healthiest of relationship. And we, we don't know much about it. We just know little bits and pieces. And I have a feeling we'll probably learn a little more about it as we discuss this marriage issue with Heidi throughout yeah. the season. But it's interesting that Lauren, who very clearly didn't have the parents around, has such like a positive yeah, outlook she, and like, like just yeah. do what's good for your heart and you know, don't be worried about all that other stuff. Jill was just like, Are you really thinking about getting married? She's like, yeah, someday. And, like, yeah. it was just so funny because Lauren was just, like, so open to everything. She's like, you should know better. Yeah. But it's it's great because, you know, people like that, you know, who go through a hard time, they need to have a positive outlook because yeah. what else is going to get them through the day? Like, they need to know that not everyone is going to, like, burn you like someone from your past. Exactly. I love that moment. Yeah. She seems like a, such a smart girl. She, yes. And she's getting her master's. So you go. You go get that social science. Social the internet. Yes. And you change the internet for all of us, That's Lauren. That's right. And look gorgeous doing it. I mean, she's really beautiful. So Lauren helps her with this live podcast that they do. Um, apparently, she's been on the road with Jillian before. Yeah. And they go. And it, honestly, my favorite part of the whole podcast thing is Jillian driving there. Oh, that was a mess. I would. I wrote down and in my notes, I would never drive with Jillian. I, I just it. wouldn't. I love it. I'm a terrible driver too, Jillian. <laughs> like to the point where my two-year-old son is like, crazy driver, crazy driver, oh. mommy. I was like, oh, yep, yep, hold yep, on tight. Hold on tight. <laughs> I hope you're buckled in. But they're all like clinging to like the handrails for like uh, their life. Yes. I thought those things were just for hanging dry cleaning on, but apparently. Apparently, no. Apparently those are for you like can, life. Like, like hold on yeah. for dear life. <laughs> I know. So they go and uh, Justin Shuby is the event coordinator, and I, I think it was at, like a comedy club. Yeah, that it was they like were an improv doing. Club. Yeah, yeah, it was like an improv club in Irvine, and they have like 1980s wired mics set up. Um, and like, to no. be honest, this felt a little fake to me. It felt like they needed something to, to be dramatic. Yeah. So they're like, oh, yeah, it'd be really great if you brought out these, like, wired mics and we have to make a big deal about it. Yeah. Because it just really felt super duper fake to me. The whole, like, oh, what am I going to, you're messing with my juju. And I, I get that Jillian's, like, superstitious, yeah. but it just felt a little bit put on this this little yeah. scene to me and then magically they have two oh, yeah. wireless mics yeah, after like, like we... all of that I was like you don't just have like wireless mics in your back pocket no <laughs> like, yeah they're super expensive and, yeah <laughs> I feel like that may have been stage two I don't know if Jillian knew I don't know if it was just the producers who were like let's let's right, let's real good. mess with her yeah. let's put wired microphones out yeah. there yeah and oh, that was just, I mean just seeing that she that's the part of her that I, I said in the last episode that we did I've never seen that part of her, like, the superstitious, very, like, oh, no, yeah. I can't do this if we do this. Like, I, if I have a wired microphone, yeah. I'm not going on. Like, 
Yeah. Like I, when I found that out about her, I was like, "Who yeah. is this Julie She's like, Michaels?" I'll always have I to do it know. with a wired mic if it goes well or something. I was like, yeah. "God bless you." I was like, "Chill." Love it. But I love how you know they did this podcast, and I love how they opened it up to the public and you know let strangers. It's such a smart idea. Yeah, like let strangers ask her questions. And- oh my gosh! And it was hysterical. <laughs> she, I felt like I was watching stand-up comedy. Like Jillian could be a stand-up comic. She could. Super funny. So funny. I feel like I feel like she should go on a tour. Yes. Now I know this is like it would keep her from her family, which we don't want. But they could go with her. Yeah, like if she went on a like an inspirational speaking tour and like oh my gosh. added in all this like improv y like funny stuff. Yeah. Like I know she I think does she could go on a speaking, comedy but... tour. Like the whole bit, like doing like yeah. the the fitness like advice to ridiculous people. Like it was Hysterical. I know. It seemed like one of those things that would be great on like a cruise ship, you know? Yeah. Because like, I, I, like she was better than like the acts that I saw on oh the cruise gosh. ship. It's just she was great. I Ugh. would watch her do stand up comedy. Same. That was amazing and super successful. The whole <laughs> podcast thing. I loved it. And they it. did it without Giancarlo. Yeah. We don't need Giancarlo. We, <laughs> so, we love him, yeah. but. <laughs> and then speaking of Giancarlo being missing, they were also going to Midwest Mania in Chicago, which is a big fitness convention I've actually been to. Um, so, like, instructors and trainers will go to get, like, inspiration, learn new uh, techniques and stuff like that, get CECs so they can stay certified. And Jill's presenting her program Body Shred there. She trains instructors to teach this program. Mm-hmm. And Giancarlo puts Chloe in charge, which is the most peculiar decision I think he could have oh, made. But hey. Yeah, I don't know if that was put on or not. Like, I don't yeah. know. Cause, I I mean, she suggested shots at like 9 a.m. Oh, like, not I can't even not imagine. Good. No, 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 no. So bad. That was too funny. Yeah. And it, that whole thing with, you know, Jillian trying to like balance, okay, I need to be professional. I need to work and I need yeah. to do a good job at this. And then to see her so quickly like, oh, yeah, let's go out and party. Let's party. Like, yeah. I was like, Jillian, what are you doing? You have to be up so early tomorrow to do this yeah. huge thing in front of all these people. And it was weird to see her kind of yeah. risk it. Like They're doing like body shots and dancing. Oh, my goodness. And I think my favorite line was when they're getting on Chloe for not dating and oh. Jillian says it's been such a long time her hymen has grown back oh intact. <laughs> so wrong and so right. All at the oh. same I, I did feel a little bit bad for Chloe because you know like she has every right to feel like she doesn't want to just be with anyone. She yeah. wants to be like you know she's very picky and like as a picky person myself I hate it when my friends are like oh yeah let's go let's you know let's let's meet new people yeah. and I'm like no like I want to meet but it, it felt like she hasn't even like tried like I, I think it's been but it's been long enough that they feel like they can be like you need to but Jillian was like not even wanting her to meet someone to be with she Jillian was just wanting her to have sex pretty much well yes I was like Jillian she was maybe living down. vicariously yeah. through Chloe who's single and hot and but what did you think about the scene? Well, scene. You know, the part where um, some random guy takes a body shot off of Julian. Like, yeah. I was like, that's not cool. Like, they were all doing body shots. I know, but it she has, like, interesting. Heidi. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's, like, a whole dynamic that I don't really know. You know, like, in, in the lesbian community, like, is it? Is it cheating if it's, like, a guy? I mean, obviously, if she, like, hooked up with a guy, it would be, like, cheating. But, like, to have a guy, like, take a shot. I don't know. To me, it would be, like, the equivalent of, like, a gay guy who I'm friends with, like, taking a shot off me. It was, like, the farthest thing from sexual. Yeah. But, like, just funny. Yeah. And whatever. Like, 
they were all doing it. I don't know. I didn't. I thought it was harmless. Yeah. I mean, I guess from my perspective, seeing it, I was like, oh my gosh, it's infidelity. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I get what you're saying. I don't know. I, I feel like the it's whole so, yeah like, dynamic that her and yeah. Heidi had in the first place. She probably didn't give it a second thought. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. Maybe Heidi was upset when she saw it. Yeah. Can you believe though they were just like throwing back the Patron bottles and everything? I was like. How do you even do that? Like, uh, they didn't feel well the next day. No, they did not. And Jill forgot to write her workout. <laughs> I can't believe she did that. Like, that really surprised yeah. me because she's got it all together always. Yeah. And like seeing her, like, oh crap, I need to write my workout. I need to get it all together. And I'm I'm hungover. I'm like, yeah. That's well, and I- it's interesting too because like I, my mom is a fitness presenter, and I have presented at conventions and like literally will like write my workout like months in advance and you have to like submit them to the board to get asked to present like they have to know your like your workout and your session the title and and basically like roughly an outline of what it's going to be but i think because it's jillian michaels and her program is body shred and it's a branded program they were probably just like oh yeah come do your program yeah but it was just interesting that she had like this such like a laid back like oh yeah just yeah. Yeah. I wonder, Just like, if anyone who's, like, coordinating these events in the future, I wonder if they see this. Yeah. I wonder if they'll be like, ooh, like. It's Jillian Michaels. True. Let's if it was be honest. Else. Like, she's going to bring in a huge crowd just by being there. Yeah. It's like, her name is huge. And, like, I mean, she really pulled it together. Yeah. Well, we see her. Uh, she brings Kenta, and we uh, also meet Elle, who's another one of her fitness instructors, to come. And they do their body shot presentation. But the, the thing that bothered me about this, again, was, like, kind of an issue and maybe it was like a production thing but the mic issue so they had problems with the mic there was a lot of feedback and to me like because i've been to these conventions typically before the participants are allowed into the room you mic check you check your music you do all that so i was a little confused as to why like none of that was done before they let like the 100 and 200 people into the room but it did but she rolled it in. She, she gave a great workout, and people love her. It's rightfully so. She's fantastic. Yeah. And the pe- yeah, so the a people's uh, expressions, though, when they were like, "Oh my gosh. they were like, "Are you kidding me? Like, what's yeah. happening right They're now?" Like, what? They were doing? all pumped up. Like, "Yes, we're going. On, yeah. We're going to go, and we're going to work out with Julia Michaels." And then they had to stop and like get all their energy drained out. They're like, "Really? Yeah. This is happening right now?" <laughs> like, why? Uh, oh, I love it. Um, yeah. So, and then also this episode, we go to escape the room. That is really cool. I've I, I've seen a lot of commercials for Escape yeah. Room. And uh, I, I would want to go, but it's yeah. still kind of scary. Like, would you ever do that? Yeah. Okay, so for those of you that don't know what Escape the Room is, it's uh, in Los Angeles and it may be in other cities, yeah. but it's basically this place that they have these different challenges and they like lock you in this room and you have to try to get out. And there's different scenarios, like you're an undercover spy or you're like, you know, in jail and you have to break out of prison and, and like they literally lock you in this room and you an have to do stuff for an hour and you have an hour to get out and like succeed. My husband actually wanted to take us there and for uh-huh. a date night and I was like, no. And he was like, what? It'll be fun. You always want to do something fun. I'm like, I will have a panic attack oh. if I feel like I'm locked in some like dark dungeon room and can't no. get out. <laughs> yeah. And I no. know a lot of them have turned like scary. Like now it's like yeah. some guy like threw you in his dungeon yeah like they're like really disturbing yeah. but this one actually looked it looked fun like yeah. they were doing like puzzles and they were trying to solve these things and nicole was 
like uh, I think Jillian said, like Rain Man with the oh puzzles. My gosh, she was yeah. like solving them all. And they're like, who? You can't book a plane ticket yeah. for my daughter, but you like, yeah. I put puzzles. that down. Like, God forbid she book a plane ticket for my yeah. daughter, but the girl can put together a puzzle like she's been watching Sesame Street her yeah, whole oh life. Oh my god, I love it. I love it. Oh, that reference. And that like, reference was great. And they're fighting over like who decoded the puzzle, and they're all there. Oh, it's hysterical. Oh, you could tell that they weren't even mic'd up like Chloe and Nicole. Yeah, like, they, they were just jumping in. To the they were like jumped into the interview. They're like, "No, we're telling you how it went down. <laughs> yeah. Like, we are not playing around." It they was love so it. Great. They, uh, yeah. So they, a big group of them went. It was uh, Kenta. Uh, who else was there? Nicole, Jill, Kendall. I believe we see. I think so. And Giancarlo um, was there. Giancarlo, Heidi, and then Andy, Jill's best friend, were all there, <sighs> and they could not escape. No. And Jillian was. Bitter beer nuts. She was Ugh. not happy at all. <laughs> she, <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> Poor Jillian. But man, it's so funny to watch someone like her though, like when, when there is like defeat. Yeah. Like she has a hard time oh my taking gosh. it. I think she's still like struggling. Like I wouldn't be surprised if she like went back there on her own just to do it without all of that. Yes. I could see it too. I could see her being like, no, I'm going to do this. I'm going to, I'm going to get out of this place yeah. by myself. Seriously, like, <laughs> if I, I mean, I don't know how much it is to go there, but, like, if I was going to pay... you can get a Groupon for it. Oh, you can? Yeah, it's totally on Groupon. If you were going to go into <laughs> one of these places and you didn't make it through, I would be so mad. I'd be like, I want my money back or I want to <laughs> do it again because I'm going to do this, you know, after... And they, like, make you take a picture with, like, almost. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. sad. She gave the camera the finger. I it love so it. Funny. Well, I think that wraps it yeah. up. Other than Heidi still wants to get married and Jill still doesn't yeah. believe in marriage. <laughs> Which I guess leads us into the prediction segment. Yes. There it is. I was waiting for it. For those of you that are listening, the lights flash and it's this whole fantastic thing that yes. happens in the studio. Okay. So my predictions. I feel <clears throat> like, I, I think I said this before, so spoiler alert. I really hope that she has a sit-down conversation with conversation with Giancarlo mm-hmm. and says, look, man, I get that you're trying to make me relevant, but, like, I already have such a big brand. Let's take a seat on a few of these things and let me live with my family, have a good time with them. You know, the kids, they don't know that their mom is, no. you know, off doing this or that. They, they just know mom's not here. Yeah. So, like, I really, really hope that in one of these episodes we see that and that she really takes that seriously because... Heidi keeps telling her, hey, look, you need to, like, spend more time with us. And she's like, okay, okay, I will. And then she hasn't yet. I know she has a lot to balance. But, like, I really hope that that's something that happens soon. What about you? Yeah. No, I agree. And actually, you know, her son and my son are the same age. And it's really hard because they just don't understand why mommy has to go. Yeah. And it's confusing. And, you know, like, it's – and I – wonder how it is for Jillian because for like my husband my son gets that he like daddy goes to work and then he comes back home because his schedule is super consistent and for Jillian it's very erratic and my schedule is also the same way it's like very inconsistent the days and times that I'm gone and that's really hard on them and so I I agree unfortunately I think that there's gonna have to be a real breakdown before that conversation happens with Giancarlo. I think that Jillian's going to just get pushed beyond her max, which we already can see in some of the podcasts, her breaking down and just being like, this work-life balance does not exist. And I think she's going to have 
a real breakdown. And that's when the honest conversation um, is going to happen with Giancarlo. Uh, we also see you know, the previews there. She's going to be working with the Clintons, which should be interesting. Yeah. And uh, she has some interaction with Heidi's mom and dad. So I have a feeling next episode, the marriage conversation is going to become a real big uh, issue. Jillian's favorite topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we're going to have some house problems too, which is always fun. Okay, I did not understand that clip where, you know, it's like the golf cart and something's happening and, you know, she's yelling at that guy and he's yelling back and the other guy's like, shut up! Yeah, I I was like, what is happening? But if it's anything like their first house problem with the beeping where it beeped for like a week and it was just like, just press pound and it said it like right on there. I'm sure that guy I'm sure it'll be entertaining. (laughs) I can't wait. House problems are always fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, This has been a great time, guys. Um, Recapping season one, episode three and four. Yes. So please leave comments in the YouTube um, video. Please let us know what you'd like to see on the show. And hopefully, eventually, we might get a special guest in here, I'm hoping. Yeah. Throughout the week, hit us up on Twitter. Let us know your thoughts on the episode, predictions, anything. We love interacting. I'm Lindsay Miller. You can find me at Rockin' Mama Life on Twitter and Instagram. And And I am Dakota T. Jones. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Mr. Dakota T. Jones. Thanks, guys. Have a great night. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.